As sensitives, we find ourselves in a world encouraging us to tune out when our greatest power is to tune in. This leads us to miss the magic and wisdom inherently within and all around us. This is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature and belong to the animate earth. I'm your host, Marcy Moberg, an intuitive soul guide, shadow worker, and plant spirit teacher. On this podcast, you'll find deep conversations, practical tips, inspiring stories, and answers to your burning intuitive questions. Equal parts spiritual and human, my work is trauma-informed and always practical. I'm so glad that your intuition led you here. Welcome. By the way, this is a Patreon-supported podcast. You can join starting at $10 a month. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg. Hey there, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive soul guide, Marcy Moberg. And I'm so excited that you're here with me today for my very first episode of season four. This week, I'm talking about three essential aspects to our true nature, and that is reciprocity, cooperation, and belonging to the animate earth, and a call for us to remember them and perhaps to try to embody them a little bit more in our life. But before I get into this week's topic, I want to start with a brief update, which includes what I've been up to and what you can expect ahead for the podcast. So I, in case you didn't notice, (laughs) I took a longer break than expected, and um, both from social media and my podcast, and I started it sooner than expected. So if you wondered like, hey, where did you go? I just really needed time off, (laughs) and it was really nice to slow down. I spent my time nourishing my system, spending restful time with family, a lot of time in nature, and during my time off, I focused my energy on tuning into what was ahead for the months uh, ahead and into 2022, and what came through for me, which I wasn't expecting, was just like this massive download of information and, and insight. Have you ever had like one of those moments where inspiration is so big and it's so fast that you just feel like you're hit by a freight train. You know, that was one of those moments for me. This was the kind of intuitive download that hit me. And I've been behind the scenes, like um, unfurling that, weaving and cooking something beautiful from that ever since. Because you see, in 2021, I kept receiving the same repetitive message, put the plants on center stage. And I knew the message was about my work, but I couldn't really, you know, quite sense like how that might happen. So in the fall, I felt inspired to kind of follow that in a baby step by leading this plant spirit series, uh, sensing that that's the direction I was being invited to go in. But my guides actually had an even deeper plan. It was like, you know, the plan was not just about like this tiny series. It was so much more than that. And it all came through one morning, like while I was in the shower, which, you know, probably you've noticed that you get intuitive hits in the shower. I talk about that a lot in my classes. And it hit me so hard and fast. I literally left out of the shower, wrapped myself in a towel, sopping wet, and then just like ran, like, like, full-on sprinted, which I basically, this like never happens to me, 
or hasn't happened in a really long time. I like full on sprinted to get my notebook and pen because it was just so clear and it was coming through so fast. And so I just furiously wrote down everything that was coming in. It was like really, really hard to keep up with the speed of what my guides wanted to come through. And then when I was finished, I felt like, oh, the missing puzzle pieces that I've been kind of like looking for finally had locked in place. And I held this huge like sense of relief wash over myself. And I finally understood what this message that kept coming through was about. And that was that the plants and fungi really wanted me to teach other people how I cultivate personal reciprocal relationships with them as a part of like a mission that's connected to this week's topic, like as part and parcel of bringing humans back to their true nature. So when I looked at the page or really they were pages, I was pretty shocked by how much came through. It was a lot, like way more than just a simple workshop series. And that is what sparked the birth of my Patreon and also season four of the podcast, which is a, you know, connected to what I've been doing before. But like, like they said, putting the plants on center stage, basically. So what does this mean? Well, I alluded to this in season four trailer, and that is that plants and fungi spirits are taking center stage on the podcast and in my work over the next year. And I have, since getting this download, been behind the scenes creating a Patreon community and resources. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's a really, really awesome platform that allows listeners like you to support creators like me. I personally belong to several Patreons. I belong to different Patreons of teachers, creators, artists that I've loved over the years. Um, It's a really nice platform, both as a creator and as somebody who has experienced it as an actual patron. Um, And doing this uh, is on a monthly basis at different levels called tiers. And this space both financially supports the podcast and it's going to be one of the primary ways that I will teach classes moving forward. So if you've ever wanted to learn from me, my Patreon is going to be one of the places that you want to start. And in the months ahead, I'm going to explore a different theme of the month on the podcast. Um, You've seen me do versions of this in the past where I might have like a series of podcast episodes that focus on one topic and dive into depth. And uh, I'm kind of taking that idea in a similar direction, but slightly different, where there's just going to be this overarching theme for each month. Um, So for example, for the, you know, little bit that we have left in this month, if you're listening to it in real time, February, I'm inviting the theme to be returning to our true nature. And during that time, you can expect two episodes to come out each month, one about the theme of the month and then one elaborating a little bit more deeply on the topic. And then there's going to be an exclusive bonus episode, practices to work with on the theme of the month, a monthly live class, and all of those pieces that are additional will be available to anyone who joins my Patreon, depending on the level that you join at. And I'm also offering the opportunity to mentor a small number of people through monthly 30-minute one-on-one sessions on the material we cover in the podcast and Patreon each month. 
So for example, um, as a little preview, <laughs> next month in March, we will start to talk about dream work and plants. And so there will be two podcast episodes focused on that. There will be bonus podcast episode in the Patreon space. There will be direct written practices um, that people can work with, exercises. There will be a live monthly class all about that. And for folks who want to receive one-on-one mentoring, there will also be the opportunity to do a 30-minute session with me um, to get some direct mentoring with me on that topic. So this is like a really great option for folks who want a dash of one-on-one support more so than like a robust one-on-one support program that I do in my private practice. So if you're looking for something more robust on the one-on-one side, that's where my private practice comes into place. So I really designed different tiers for everyone in mind. For example, I created a gratitude tier at $10 a month for listeners who just simply want to offer a thank you for how the podcast supports you. It's kind of like you're giving $10 a month to, you know, kind of give me a couple cups of tea. <laughs> and as just part of this, like, uh, beautiful energy exchange of saying, like, thank you, please keep doing this. And I also then created other tiers that range from $27 a month to $147 a month. And they all depend on how deep you want to go with your journey. So that's kind of that. That's like the big picture. That's what's happening with the podcast. That's what's happening with the Patreon. That's how they connect together. That's how the shift and orientation of my work is coming. So why am I telling you all about this besides the fact that it's helpful to have an update? And that is because it's all stemming from the first theme I want to talk about, which is returning to our true nature. So over the months while I've been away from the podcast and social media, I recognized that I was really, really ready for some important changes in my work and my life. And I wanted to have my work reflect a return and an invitation to our true nature. I wanted it to reflect the different kind of world I want to embody and I want to invite people to embody. So let's talk about these three important aspects of our true nature that I do believe our current culture and society doesn't necessarily nurture that much and support. Um, And that is reciprocity, cooperation, and belonging to the animate earth. I really, really want more reciprocity and cooperation infused in my work. And I wanna connect more meaningfully with the people who love my work. I wanna get to know you. I want to talk about these ideas more deeply. I want to discuss podcast episodes together. I want to co-create a supportive community during these really weird, (laughs) unusual, and tough, and isolating times. I I want to sit around with people like you. And I say you because if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like naturally we and other listeners will have a, a kinship. Like I just, I just know that and sense that after having done this work for so many years. And over the years, I have been really, really blessed with emails and direct messages on social media and even in-person thank yous for how my newsletter, my blog, my podcast, social media posts have really transformed people's lives. 
And the message will often go something like, you know, you don't know me, but I've been following your work for many years and I just want to thank you. You inspired me to fill in the blank, do like some really big life-changing thing. Like you inspired me to like leave my job and, and start my own business. You inspired me to like pursue my my deep desire and like this inherent gift I believe I have and healing, you know, whatever it is. You you inspired me to like leave a relationship that wasn't healthy. Um, and they just want to thank me. And over the years, I've kind of like saved these messages when I get them, just to remind me during rough days that I am having an impact in the world because sometimes it can feel like I'm just like <laughs> sharing into the void. Like, are you there? <laughs> are you here? Are you listening? Uh, so I, I share those. I like keep those messages to remind myself of that. And yet these messages that often come in several times a year, like they started to create pause for me to reflect on some really big questions. I feel really grateful that I'm having an impact on others. I mean, that's right. That's like my intentions, why I share my gifts. And it felt imbalanced that so many people were benefiting from my work, but not investing in the very work that they're being gifted. So in other words, I have received countless messages from people who have been really, really significantly impacted from my work, but never purchased from me. They follow my work really closely and are changed by being in my sphere of influence. And this, I have to be honest, feels a little bit out of sacred balance. And that connects to this first piece of our true nature. Because I believe all of us have a sacred gift that we're meant to offer back to our communities. We do. If you're listening, you have a sacred gift. You have a sacred role that you are here to play and, uh, and to embody. And it's a dance that only we can do, each of us individually in the web of life. And a gift that is life-generating, life-creating, life-sustaining. And my podcast, newsletter, one-on-one -on -one work, online classes and workshops are my attempt to honor this sacred contract that I have with my own gift to really share back for the betterment of my community and in return to be supported and sustained by my community. And this reciprocity dynamic is innate in our true nature, meant to infuse all of our relationships, honestly, both human and beyond human, to cultivate sacred balance of each other and life itself. I really feel like it's not healthy how passive receiving of sacred gifts has become in our society. For example, just like the endless scrolling, mindless scrolling that we do on social media, where we just like consume, 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 information that's shared, inspiration, whatever that is, but then not supporting the creators we follow. This trend is symptomatic of a society focused on consumption rather than like a exchange of reciprocity, a culture where we just take, 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 take. Author Bill Plockton uses the analogy of the butterfly, which I just I love so much and I feel like encompasses this element, this aspect that I'm talking about. Reflecting on how our current society is stuck in the caterpillar stage, 
consuming leaves. If you've ever had a garden, you know about caterpillars. <laughs> they will munch, 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 munch on the leaves of plants. But that's not all that they do, you know? If a caterpillar remained a caterpillar, they would just totally devastate, uh, you know, plant life would not create and support the ecosystem at all. They just only stayed there. However, caterpillars eventually evolve. They become butterflies. And butterflies are creatures that instead both feed on and pollinate the flowers. They become pollinators. They support the ecosystem, both receiving and giving into that system. And he argues that it's time for us to evolve into butterflies. I love this analogy. I totally agree. And so for me in my little ecosystem of my life, it's time for me to evolve my work to invite people who interact with it to be butterflies, to set up structures that create more pollination and less pure consumption. In other words, way more reciprocity. This is how I created the Patreon and decided that some of what I normally created for free will now be reserved for that sacred paid space. Um, it feels scary <laughs> to do this, you know? It's like this really big leap of faith. Will people follow me? Like, will people, you know, will you listening follow me into that space? Will you take the invitation um, to engage in reciprocity? Will I be speaking into um, empty echoes of halls? I don't know, but I'm, I have a little bit more faith in, in us, in you, in humanity, um, that I'll be supported and that that sacred paid space will grow. So moving forward, you won't see me posting as often on social media. This is like <laughs> totally counter to what people teach about business right now and online business, but I have to do this. It feels very, very true to me and to what I believe are, is our true nature. And you'll also notice that, like I said earlier, public podcast episodes will be reduced from four times a month to two times a month. And even some of the deeper writings that I often included in my newsletter and my blog will move out of that public space and into the private Patreon, where we can all participate in the power of reciprocity and pollination. It's not just about me. Reciprocity really supports everyone involved. For example, if you put some financial commitment behind interacting with my work or any other creator's work, like you know you're likely to, going to get so much more out of it. You, it. It kind of creates a different kind of commitment in yourself with that material. And there's incentive for you to stay up to date or to apply what is shared um, in, into your life. Instead of just consuming it, you'll, you're more likely to translate that into action. And there's the option to, you know, walk your journey in community with other listeners so you don't have to do it alone. Um, and if you join my Patreon and you choose a, a, an option where you have, you know, support from me, then you have expert support. So there's a door to go deeper when you engage in reciprocity. There is a door to move beyond the surface and into the inner chambers of your soul that's been calling you all along to the work that you've been inspired by, following, whatever that is. So I want to invite you to reflect. 
what might shift if you shifted your relationship with the podcasters, creators, writers, artists that you love from a consuming to a reciprocal relationship? One where you financially back and support their work in a way that matches your abilities, your options, your financial situation. And you actively share their gifts with others in your community and ultimately deepen your commitment to yourself. And then moreover, how could you be the butterfly more than the caterpillar in your own life? How could you bring more reciprocity and less pure consumption into how you interact with the world? I've seen in my own life that participating in more reciprocal ways with the creators and the writers and the teachers I love has cultivated more reciprocity in my other relationships and then vice versa, you know? So as I have focused on creating more reciprocity in my friendships, it inspired me to do so with creators that I followed and vice versa and just kind of feeds, like once you kind of really start to uh, really open yourself up to that innate nature inside of you, I feel like it just, it just starts to blossom because it's there. It's just uh, dormant. Our culture doesn't support it. And really healthy relationships are built on reciprocity where each party has needs and gives and receives. And there's just like this beautiful back and forth in that dynamic, supporting each other as, uh, you know, teacher Ram Das said, you know, we we're here to walk each other home. And I think reciprocity helps us do that. So more reciprocity really facilitates another aspect of our true nature that I believe we're being invited to return to as well. I think some of what could be the potential wisdom behind these really tough times is a really hard (laughs) invitation by the earth and by life to step into cooperation. We've woven a culture together that centers competition over cooperation. And I believe that this is born from the centering of consumption over reciprocity, or we might say pollination. And this is where nature, and we're not separate from nature, we are nature, uh, can remind us of our true inner nature to reflect that inner truth in both our outer reality. So, you know, healthy ecosystems are born from cooperation and collapse or become damaged from competition. So for example, if an invasive non-native plant begins to spread too quickly in an ecosystem, um, competing for resources, it could really decimate native plant species. And then as native plant species start to deteriorate, the food supply chain for birds and insects dwindle. And as birds and insects start to leave the ecosystem, plants and other animals that depend on their presence for food and pollination suffer. So over time, the ecosystem literally starts to lose its vital life and maybe even die. So in many ways, this is the ecosystem that we create in our inner and outer lives when we focus on consumption over reciprocity and therefore participate in competition rather than cooperation. And I believe our inner wisdom knows better and invites us to enact cooperation in our relationships and in how we interact with the world. So moving forward, I want to break the mold from current business practices and focus on co-creating a model that centers reciprocity and cooperation 
both because I need this deeper alignment for myself personally and because I want to be part of a movement of people creating a different paradigm. Okay, this brings me now to the final essential piece I want to talk about today of our true nature, and that is belonging to the animate earth. So this is not the first time that I've reflected on the topic of belonging on the podcast. On episode 50, I reflected on finding belonging with our ancestors, so you could check that one out. And on episode two, I explored true versus false belonging. I think both episodes are super rich and they're worth listening to if you haven't or returning to again. But today, I want to talk about a different type of belonging. The kind of belonging that emerges when we ourselves as a citizen of earth first and plants, trees, animals, and mountains and the rest of life as kin. So again, author Bill Plockton talks about, I really love his framework of three kinds of belonging that are essential to our wholeness and are a precursor or part of the journey to soul initiation, part of the journey to merging with the soul or allowing the capital S soul to be the part that guides our life. So the first piece is psychological belonging. He describes this as knowing oneself and authenticity. It's a task that's not so simple and straightforward as I'm sure you're aware of. And honestly, in fact, actually a lot of my one-on-one work focuses energy on guiding people through this type of belonging, creating psychological belonging, creating belonging to oneself, to our own authenticity, knowing what our authenticity is. And then the second piece that he talks about is social belonging. And this is the kind of belonging we find in acceptance to peer groups or communities. This is an area where we focus on a lot culturally, but often neglect the, um, the element of authenticity. And so then sometimes when we leave the authenticity piece out, we end up creating the illusion of Uh, belonging, which is actually false belonging versus true belonging. Again, I say more about this in episode two of my podcast, so you could check that out. So then there's this third piece, which I love this concept, and that is ecological belonging. And Plotkin refers to this kind of belonging as communion with the more than human world. Or another way of saying this is expanding our center of community, family, and social connections outside of human interactions, and just totally reorganizing our sense of belonging to an identity of earthling more than human. Or I might even say like (laughs) earthling more than like, you know, me, Marcy, right? So I have found that for many people, uh, ancestor work is something that starts to create a bridge to a more ecological belonging because Relating to our ancient ancestors is connecting to something older and less materialistic than living in our modern social circles. And it doesn't mean we leave our social circles, but it's a sense of like, I find that when we start to turn towards our ancient ancestors and belonging in that way, it it moves a different kind of deeper belonging inside of us. And because our ancient ancestors were inherently more earth-centric, I do think it starts to awaken some of this ecological belonging. But the way that I think we make that even more, we like support that awakening further that I believe is inherently in us, is if we take our understanding of ancestry even further, 
And we see that actually our most ancient ancestors are the plants and fungi and the sentient earth, then that starts to facilitate this sense, this feeling, this embodied knowing of ecological belonging, that I belong to earth. My belonging field becomes so much bigger. And this type of belonging is what started shifting the compass of my personal spiritual practice many years ago to be much more earth and plant centered. <clears throat> and it's why in my Patreon, I've been called to put the plants and fungi spirits on center stage and as an invitation to really guide and support other humans who answer the call into a level of belonging that's often neglected, but I think is essential. And a kind of belonging that when it goes unaddressed, it creates like this low level chronic ache, um, like, like loneliness in our heart and a sense of loneliness that like honestly can't quite be filled with even the most human connections because we weren't designed to only belong to humans. <laughs> we were designed to belong to all of earth where we live. And because we've cut ourselves off from that original belonging to the earth, the planet and the sentient being we both emerge from and back into, like we're feeling this gap, like at a very, very, very deep low level. Like low meaning like under the surface, not low meaning like it's not big. Because I mean, sometimes I find that when people come to do work with me, like that, that ache is really strong. So there are, you know, many more facets to our inherent true nature be, be beyond like just the three that I explored this week. But I believe that these three I'm talking about are an important cornerstone of like where to start, how to start to come back to our true nature. Because I kind of, <laughs> I feel like we've gotten a little bit far from that um, societally and culturally, you know at least where I live in the United States, that feels very true. And that, and you know, these three have been really on my mind a lot uh, over the years. And then even further, I would say sharpened a lot and, and been top of mind for me throughout the whole pandemic. So my invitation to you is to devote some intentional energy in 2022 and devote it away from consumption and towards reciprocity. Like leave the caterpillar, become the butterfly. Allow this to move you away from competition and more towards cooperation. Allow this to move you away from exclusive human-centered belonging and towards a sense of belonging that includes belonging to this animate earth. Yeah, that's my invitation. You know, small invitations. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I think I gave you some kind of little, little bit concrete ways of how you could do that, um, specifically of how you could do that in interacting, you know, with my work. Um, and I go into much more detail into what this might look like, uh, this month in the Patreon. So if you'd love support and community in that journey, I hope you'll join me in the Patreon where we'll be walking with these themes and this theme specifically, related to this journey of ecological belonging um, in the months ahead and kind of looking at what does that 
What does it actually mean? What does it mean in daily practice? What does that look like for us? But I hope at the very least you take inspiration to perhaps reflect on these three pieces and how you might start to shift that paradigm in your own life. So if you love this episode, please subscribe and share ideally a five-star review. It's one tiny step in enacting reciprocity and empowering more listeners like you to find this podcast and to benefit. So that's it. Until next time, I will leave you with my personal mantra, being you takes courage. And just a reminder that in March, I'll be kicking off a two-part series on plants and dream work. I, I can't wait. It's a fusion of two of my favorite topics. Um, and you'll find all the links to uh, join the Patreon on my website and also in the show notes. So until next time, much love to you. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me. I hope you loved the episode and it enriches you just as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed this episode, consider becoming a Patreon. You can join starting at $10 a month. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg. Another way to support the podcast is through reviews. I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share your rating and review, ideally five stars. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at marcymoberg.com. Until next time, remember that being you takes courage. Lots of love.